Hey, is Amy still watching the draft? She's playing Animal Crossing. She's having a better time than we are. Oh, no, wait. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That wasn't that wasn't the theme I intended to play. Hold on. Let's try this theme. No, wait, still, that still wasn't it. This was... Hold on. Welcome to uh, the new theme for Talking to Todd should be this one. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with multiple theme musics, Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince. I'm not I'm not sure those are technically all themes. Some of those just sound like bad ideas, but you know, that's that's fine. Well, we can always fix it in post. Up to a point. <laughs> it's hard to make chicken soup out of chicken poop. Is that what the phrase is? Never heard that. Nope. You never heard that? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Can't make chicken soup out of chicken poop. I just, between the theme song and now knowing what's on the rundown, this show is quickly gravitating towards, let's just see if we can surprise Todd while we're recording and see what his reaction is. <laughs> you picked up on that. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Here, does this smell bad to you? <sighs> Do you smell popcorn? Oh. Welcome to, welcome to Talking to Todd. Uh, let's see. Updates and feedback since last week. So it uh, turns out that we did hook up the feedback email address correctly, and uh, we did we did get uh, we got feedback from I believe um, a listener is it is it Chris I believe listener Chris wrote in. Luckily, uh, we we mentioned listener Chris uh, on the previous episode when talking about the worst concerts we'd ever been to. Mine was a Cars concert that uh, I was uh, I went to with Chris and his dad, and uh, Chris wrote in to. Uh, confirm that that was indeed a terrible concert. So uh, great to hear from Chris. Uh, thank you. And um, and the email the email uh, address feedback at talking to Todd dot com uh, does work. So there we go. Excellent. What else? What we, else do we have? We got uh, feedback on Facebook from your aunt Sue. She asked us to talk about Ragbri stuff because we all went on Ragbri together when you and I were. 15 and her and your mom and cousin Andy, right? Yep. yep. Um, here's the ironic part. In episode one, when we did episode one, she asked us to talk about Ragbri on episode one. Really? Yes. I found episode one. I listened to it so that you don't have to. So sorry. Yeah, I'm really taking one for the team here. I listened while I was mowing the lawn. Okay, so episode one recap. One, Ragbri. Aunt Sue still asking for Ragbri stuff 12 years later. Um, actually, where is that? I grabbed a section of it. Here, listen to this. Do you remember um, the, the morning, the first morning of that ride within the first hour to hour and a half. Do you remember what happened? I, I don't know that I do. Maybe I blocked it out. I still remember the yeah, story. I ran into somebody and fell down. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> still funny. Yeah, we were, we were, we, we might have been an hour out. Maybe. 
Maybe. And, and if my memory serves me correct, my cousin Andy and I stopped and thought, oh, good Lord, this is going to take forever. <laughs> we got to do this every hour. Oh, my God, we're never going to make it across the state. He ran into the back of somebody and fell down. It's a good thing this guy's only with us for the next four days. It's a good thing he's taken off for Arizona. <laughs> wow. It's a good way to start the trip, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the right tone. You know, that's what yeah. it's all about. And remember, it's all about safety, people. It's all about safety. Right. That was the best clip. The funny thing is, is if we were to talk about that week, that was the first story that popped into my head this time, too. <laughs> Seriously, you ran right into the back of somebody. Your second story was the night after I left, after I got in the car and took off with Greg High. Oh, the night you of the rain. You guys got flooded out. You, the, the night you were, of the rain. The night of the rain, which I missed. Yeah, yeah, somehow you missed that. Yeah, you. it was the defining moment of the entire week and you missed it. Yeah, but you had lakefront property. Not when we went when to you were bed. Done. When we woke up, when we went to bed, <laughs> we were quite a ways away from the water. When we woke up... We had lakefront. We had a lakefront tent. So that was that was section one of episode one from ten years ago. Twelve. Uh, Twelve. Thank you. Yes. Twelve, 12 years. Check. Yeah, fact check there. Appreciate that. Um, section two was about the Bush administration. Section three was about sports and our takes on how bad both of our teams are. So. Oh well, not- we've completely could update that now. We also use the phrase Toddcast. Uh, and we have it on yeah. tape that this was a Toddcast. If we had registered that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. And then I don't know what we talked about after that because I gave up because it was so bad. What, what I didn't realize from listening to that high quality audio, uh, that we broadcast that from Ebbets Field in 1930s. Because that's kind of what it sounded. It's a great day here. Uh, the Dodgers are taking the field, and here they're going to go. Oh, look at that big swing! It was a conference call line that I recorded. You remember that we're both we were both on cell phones talking into a conference call line that I was recording. That's how that was the tech we were using twelve years ago. Well, there we go. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that and was that, that and that's and that cell phone company eventually became Zoom. No, it turns out no. <laughs> It didn't, but man, wouldn't, wouldn't that wouldn't that be a great story though if it did? Uh, Joe Mahoney listened. Uh, he listened to he, hey, he gave us he gave us feedback from episode three about the Philly fanatic. He loved that we were talking about the Philly fanatic. He wasn't sure that it was a good follow up after Clemente. Yeah, that and, was a rough transition. Hey, they can't all be winners. Yeah, we should probably think some of this out <laughs> or edit it. Oh, hey, we could do that. Yeah. So, and then the last piece of feedback, my question for you about feedback was, did we get any extra feedback from Lindsay now that we're on Apple and on Spotify and on Google Play? So we don't have, well, we don't have any additional feedback from Lindsay yet um, because I don't think we've told anybody that we're on Apple and Spotify uh, and uh, Google Play. She she did listen. Uh, she listened first thing. Sat- she listened to it before I did on Saturday morning. I, I think mostly she listened because she wanted to hear what what Lisa had to say about concerts. Uh, interesting. I I'm I'm literally getting I'm getting listener feedback just sent to me through text messages um, to Lisa. Um, that's fine. Um, I, I I'm sure once we once we get sponsors, <laughs> we we need to show them what our audience is. I can just forward them text messages and say the people that are listening are really enjoying this. So speaking of concerts, I, ha- I did also have a fact check 
from last week. The challenge was uh, how many songs did Van Halen play for the concert that Amy and I attended versus the 11 that Lisa got when she went to Van Halen, right? Yeah. Um, A, it was in Ames and not in Des Moines. (laughs) Easy to mistake. And B, we got 18 plus two in the encore. Wow. Yeah, we got 20. And Amy said if she was asked, it would be her number one concert of all time more than any of the Bon Jovi concerts she's ever been to. Well, there you go. Right? So essentially when they did the 11 songs that Lisa heard them, they, they were just like, like, like they did the opening and then they took an intermission and they just never came back. Just, they lost focus. <laughs> Apparently whatever was in the dressing room was better than whatever was on stage. Oh, that is one bit of feedback we got from the concert show, by the way. Lindsay did point out that uh, any good concert does not have an intermission. <laughs> two things she's not wrong she's not wrong b for old time concerts uh that's when you move the beer hey everybody take a break because the people on stage need a break (laughs) and uh we're gonna sell some merch (laughs) yeah go go get go get yourself some t-shirts and some beer we'll be back in 20 25 30 minutes you know smoke them if you got them i think that covers i think that covers all of the feedback so last night we listened to the nfl draft do you want to talk about What was your setup like? Because what we did was we got on together, watched the draft, recorded it for like, what, two plus hours? Well, yeah. So the the original premise, just so that everybody knows what they could have been listening to right now, the original premise that we keep having on things is what we need to do is we need to watch, we need to watch sporting events. And then while watching sporting events, Dwayne and I will just, you know, we'll just send text messages or maybe even grab a, you know, jump on FaceTime and we'll just make comments. Sort of a MST3K version of sporting events. And for the last year and a half, we've been trying to figure out how to do that without getting the express written consent of the commissioner's office. And we haven't figured that out. Uh, We're sure that if we tried to do that, we would, we would get a DMCA takedown and possibly sued. So we haven't figured out how to do that. So then the thought was, how about you and I, we're just going to, on Thursday night, because we record this on Friday nights, because, you know, we should probably not talk about that we record this on Friday nights, because it's the... Anyway, we're quarantined. There is nothing else to do. Got it. There's okay. nothing else to do. Um, when things open yeah, right, back that, up and we're still sitting yeah. on doing this on Friday nights, then we've got issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that's just habit. Let's just call it habit at that point. So, yeah, we're, we're going to... That's the story we're sticking to for now. The thought was Thursday night, first round of the draft. You know what we should do is we should get on... And we're going to, because we knew we want to talk about the draft. So the thought was, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to get on, we're going to hit record. And then we're just going to record the, in, our commentary about the entire first round of the NFL draft. And then that was going to be this episode. Literally, it would just start with, well, let's be honest, it would start with a theme song. And then it would go straight. Yeah, one, just one. And then we would go into the draft coverage. And instead of talking about, oh, I think that this person has, you know, that that's a great pickup and they went a little too high or too low. It'd just be like whatever came up. And so we, we recorded for two and a half hours and got through the first half of the first round last night. And it became, it became painfully clear that we were not going to release a two and a half hour podcast of us watching what essentially is a TV show. And in many ways, a poorly produced TV show as became obvious, just, just make the pick, just somebody please tell us what's going on. So Instead of the two and a half hours worth of gold, golden content that we were going to have, we, we decided to do something a little different. Bud Light has Roger Goodell doing a commercial. In case I, in case I get bored with this, what else, what else can I watch on Hulu? Uh, Real Housewives of New York City. 
Kurt looks like he's being deposed. We get into picks? I don't know. At some point, I'm sure somebody will pick something. Oh, and a commercial. You know what? I don't know that I'm happy that football's back. <laughs> hey, we're going to kick at 6. It's 6.10, and we're, we're going to commercial without anything happening yet. Oh, yeah, this is football, isn't it? It's just like a regular football game. Hey, what time does the Super Bowl start? Well, pregame starts at 9 a.m., and then the actual show starts at... We get into picks? You're right. Mel Kuyper's background is definitely a green screen. There's no way that's real. It's as real as when you go into a house to go look when they've staged a house, and they just put those cardboard computers up. Hey, this guy was a percussionist in Pace Academy Band in high school. Yeah, there you go. Band kids, getting it done. You know, if this was really a fantasy football draft, like we do it, yeah. at this point, somebody would be dialing in going, can I get a recap of who's gone? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, who's, is he still, is uh, is Burrow still available? No, no. How about, okay, then I'll take Chase Young. No, no, you're, you're, you're picking ninth, dude. It's, it's all gone. Again, we listened so you don't have to. Are we getting a pick? I thought about using that quote three different times, but I figured that would be a little overkill. Twice was sufficient. I, I think you but could. I think used, you said it seven. Yes, given given the way last night went, the first round went. You could have used it twelve times, and it still would have been perfectly fine because it it summed up the entire. If, if we would have done a, if we would have done an entire episode on that, that's what the name of the episode would have been. Are we getting a pick? That might still be the name of the episode. <laughs> No, so far it's the highlight of the show. Um, what, what because is, it's not the theme music. <laughs> what's amazing here is we recorded for two and a half hours and we got 90 seconds of content. That's exactly what you got. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying there wasn't more than that. Maybe there was a little bit more, but I didn't, I didn't want to go much longer than 90 seconds with that clip there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was a couple of other things. I mean, some of it you needed to see what was on the screen. Some of it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. But like Irvin's uh, candy cane outfit? What in the world was that? That was a strong look. That's that's a strong that's a strong look. I believe um, you said you can't even you don't even notice the Super Bowl trophies behind him. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> yeah, he had three Super Bowl trophies behind him. I never even saw him because I was just looking at the suit. Then had stripes and checks, and it was red. <laughs> That's cool. You know, realistically though, that that right there, I mean, that summed up the whole thing. Yeah, I'm pretty good with that. That's uh, we should just release that as our post draft. I mean, well, again, everybody's you know breaking down. Well, you know, he run a he ran a a four three four, but you know, we think he can get down to a four three two. But you know, his 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 hands are half an inch uh, smaller than a person who was also big. You just that right there is probably all the content anybody needs. The one thing that wasn't in there, though, is he hosting? Does does he live in the back room of an Applebee's? <laughs> there, one of the picks that, in theory, the, the the guy is supposed to be they are his family. I mean, I get this is a huge moment for him. They're supposed to be social distancing, and you look through double glass doors behind the couch, and there is there is like a full party going on back there i mean at least they put it behind the glass but but the couch was full to begin with there's like six people in the room and there's at least a dozen on the other side of the glass that's fine you know what they were following brady rules hey tom park's closed not for me it's not
Hey, Tom, you're not supposed to go out. Yeah, not for me. I can go out. Cool. Cool. There was an amazing lack of social distancing going on. Although realistically, right? I mean, I, th- I think the 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 most interesting part, because it certainly wasn't the 15 minutes between every pick. And, and I know people are going to say, Todd, it was only 12 minutes. No, it was 15 minutes because after the pick came in, it would say on the screen, the pick came in. And instead of announcing the pick, ESPN would continue to either talk about the previous player or the previous player's father or the previous player's mother, or they would go to a commercial or they would just ignore that a pick was made. So even though the teams only had 12 minutes, ESPN was just dragging it out. So we've got packages to run. Yeah. Look, look, the guy, the guys in the, the guys in the truck, they, they put together this really amazing graphics using cartoons from the seventies. So we've got to run. They They did, didn't they? (laughs) Those were awful. So some of the most interesting things, though, was looking at and and other people talked about this looking. I mean, since everybody, all the coaches and general managers, I mean, even Roger Goodell, they they were doing the entire thing from their house and looking at at what people decided they knew they were going to be on camera. Right. And so it's clear some of the people were like, look, this is where I live. It's fine. You know. Here's here's the camera. I think I said this right. It literally looked like I mean, it was dark outside, but it looked like he had golfed nine. He had come in and sat down at his kitchen table, maybe having a beer, was going to make a pick. And then as soon as his pick was done, he was going to get back on the golf cart and go play the back nine. Like, like that's what that looked like. As opposed to Elway, who moved a special table into the other room so that he could display his three trophies. That wasn't yeah, that didn't it didn't seem contrived at all. Well, you you got to have your brand people on it. You know, you got to you, you got to be on brand. Yeah, if my team had three Super Bowl trophies, I'd be showing them off too. Who am I talking about? <laughs> and then and then there was the there was the guy that looked like he was drafting from like a like unremodeled residence in. There was oh, like yeah. There was just like it was like blank walls and hotel carpet and it was like it was like a like a plywood desk just set in the corner. And I was like, oh, you know, you know what? My my guess is if you turn the camera around, you'd see like you'd see like a really nice house. I mean, not you know, not not just, you know, it's it's a nice house. And but it was sort of like the Bill Belichick version of yeah, you're not seeing nothing. Do you think Jerry Jones had a private room built specifically to broadcast out of? Because that seemed odd too. Well, you know, when I saw it, I didn't say it, but you know, the first thing that popped into my head and it turns out it was correct. That was his yacht that he was drafting from. How about them cowboys? I'm on a yacht. Wow. Was it really? Um, I don't know. I read it on the internet this morning, so I'm assuming it's true. Oh, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Oh, there you go. And realistically, even if it's not, it wasn't the top 10 weirdest crap on the internet this morning that I'd read. So I'm happy to just assume that he's on the yacht. So here's the different podcast, though. The other NFL note that I've got um, about Gronk being traded while he's retired. I don't remember whether we had it on a previous conversation or it was recorded. But anyway, so the trivia question was, has there ever been another player who was traded while they were retired in the NFL? Oh, yeah. We were going to have our stats department look that up. Well, they did, as it turned out. It's happened at least twice. Once in 2017, Marshawn Lynch was still under contract in Seattle, and they traded him to the Raiders. And Brett Favre was retired, but still under contract with the Packers when they traded him to the Jets in 2008. So there you go. So it's happened at least two other times, but always high profile people. There you go. You know, sometimes, sometimes stats tell a story and sometimes they don't. 
what, what, <laughs> what, what you're getting at, what you're getting at is you could start putting together a heck of a team of retired people who were traded. I mean, not now, like, I mean, you know, Favre's doing the copper bracelet commercial thing. So, you know, he's, he's fine, but you know, if, if you had, if you had Favre and Gronk and, uh, and beast mode, um, you know, that's, that's not, that's not a bad team. It's a good start. Do you want to go to Todd's tech corner? Given given how poorly I performed last time with Todd's Tech Corner, um, not not the segment itself. I mean, the segment was fine. Um, there's there's been no feedback by it because I'm assuming everybody just skipped over it, which is fine. Uh, but you mean in real life? You mean your, your real life Todd's Tech Corner? Well, yeah, there is that. Um, yes, you know what? Um, we we've literally covered everything that's interesting about the NFL draft. Uh, did I mention that we just want to pick? <laughs> like that's the whole point. Just. Just tell us to pick. Sure. Let's uh, let's visit Todd's Tech Corner. Do we have do, so, we have do we have do we have ridiculous theme music for Todd's Tech Corner? We do not. I can play some of the old theme music again if you want me to. No, I think that's good. That's good. There's there's one of those that you you should never play again. And I think you know which one. And I'm telling you, that needs to go away from the soundboard. Because <laughs> people, hey, people, people are going to listen to this in their headphones, right? And I'm just going to tell you, right? So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to it in my head. So I, I put in AirPods or whatever and I'm listening to it like right in my ears. When when people on podcasts have a bite of their sandwich and, and it's like really loud, like it's literally like they're eating right in my ear, that bothers me. There was a theme song this that I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to skip over that when I re-listen to this because that's not going into my ears. But anyway, sorry. Todd's Tech Corner. Go ahead. <laughs> My effort to find the right theme music was heuristic. You know, I'm trying a whole bunch of different things. Maybe one of them will work. I I don't know. But so then I just decided I'd just throw them all in. So, you know. I found found four options couldn't pick. So you know what? You got all of them. You get them all. (laughs) Good luck with that. Maybe we should have a listener poll. Which of our theme musics do you like the best? And then we'll stick with it. I, this could be a Bodie McBoatface moment, though. We could be stuck with a bad one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know that this is the proper place for uh, for some direct democracy. V- vote if you want to. Todd's going to overrule you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm start. I'm starting to miss down home. Uh, down home corner stuff we had. But you know what? We'll, we'll keep searching. We'll keep searching. <laughs> I deleted the down home stuff. Now I'm going to have to go back and find that. Just, just that song. I I'm trying to figure out where it goes. And it kind of feels like that, that belongs on a sitcom that I want to say was a short lived lead in to perfect strangers on ABC in the eighties. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Okay. Sorry. Tech corner. So I talked to, I was talking to Lucas about this and said, you know, and I was and I was telling them a story about how Tech Corner didn't turn out so well because you had problems with your own technology. And but but we spent some time talking about Tech Corner and internet security and stuff. And he says, "Oh, so like VPNs? Um, actually, we didn't talk about VPNs." He's like, "You did internet security and you didn't talk about VPNs? Yeah, okay. Maybe we should talk about VPNs." <laughs> Lucas, do you want to talk about VPNs? Oh, I don't know anything about VPNs. I mean, I know Nord, but I only know it because they advertise like every 30 seconds on YouTube. This is the conversation I had with Lucas, but I don't want to talk about it. Have Todd talk about VPNs. That'll be helpful. Hey, get Todd to dance. Dance. (laughs) Here's your topic, VPN. Let's see what you got. I gave you the questions beforehand. 
So question number one, we'll do this in interview style so that, you know, these are the questions that I had. and It'll seem more authoritative. Right. Exactly. Well, you're the, you're the authority. This is a, I don't know if you're on Reddit, there's a lot of ELI five, explain it like I'm five kind of stuff, right? So that's what that means. I thought you just misspelled a word. Okay. No, you know, Eli five, explain it like I'm five so that, so that I can understand what's a VPN. Okay. So, um, Webster's defines VPN. No, sorry. That's just, Hey, you know how, you know, a presentation is going to be good when the first slide is Webster's define. And you're like, Oh, this is, I'm out. I, you know what? I'm having zoom trouble. Got to drop. Sorry. Bandwidth. I don't know. VPN. Um, Can I get a shot for that? No, no, there's no shots in this country. Okay, so different podcast. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. Essentially, what a VPN does is when you get on the internet, you're you're connecting to somebody's network. If you're at home, you're connecting to your home wireless. If you're, I was going to say, if you're out of the house, but but nobody's out of the house. Let's just imagine that you're you're out of the house. You're at Starbucks. Oh, remember Starbucks? That? I know. God, that was. Oh, I miss Starbucks. You know, it's been like six weeks. Six weeks. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So you you go to you go to Starbucks and then you get Starbucks. You get you connect to the Starbucks Wi-Fi. So when you just connect to a network, and once you connect to the network, anything that you well, not anything. I, I try not to be pedantic here, but so when you connect to the network, your network traffic <laughs> does. <laughs> Heard that ding? Oh. Bookmark. Okay. <laughs> so when you connect to the network, all of your network traffic. All right. I'm going to stop for a second. It's nice work. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. I completely forgot about it. Okay. <laughs> and you forgot about it until I worked in. Yep. And then I went, holy crap. <laughs> He's actually doing this. God, I better find a spot. Son of a. I wasted, I wasted all the good stuff. And now I got to come up with. Okay. Mm. So for the backstory here, if we do leave this in, we challenged each other to work in a word, an obscure word, into the conversation, into the podcast. Um, so so, my- hold, so hold on. No, don't don't tell them your word, because here's the thing. So because we just cracked up on this one, I, I think it's it's pretty clear of what my word was to work in. I think what we should do for anybody who's made it this far, because let's be honest, this this is this is, you know, the the Lisa's concert stories were a lot better than anything it does talking about the draft. I know. So if anybody's made it this far, what they should do is use this as an opportunity to guess what Dwayne's word was that he had to work into this conversation. <laughs> and then reply back to us through feedback at talking to Todd. Uh, dot com. You can tweet at us at talkingtotod.com or um, I guess text Lisa. However, you, however you get back to us, I would love to know what people think. It The hint is Duane has already used it during this show. Figure out and, and send in our guesses as to which word I gave Duane to try to work in to the show. Winner gets a throw pillow. You got to be careful about that, dude. I, we got, we're going to have to buy a throw pillow. Well, I mean, no, we're going to have to buy a throw pillow. We're going to have to buy a throw pillow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What were we talking about? VPNs? I don't know, VPNs, I think. Sure. Do you sure. need one? So a VPN is virtual private network. Is that what you said? Yep. Thanks, everybody. Drive safely. Yes, it's a virtual private network. Do you need one? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Hi, this is Dwayne. I'm editing this podcast and have decided that the VPN stuff, nobody really needs to hear the VPN stuff. If you want to get a VPN, pay for a VPN. VPNs are good. If you want to know more, 
tune in after the theme music. Stick around. Listen to Todd talk about VPNs for 20 minutes. It's great. It's good stuff. And now back to the show. Todd's Tech Corner <laughs> takeaway, never open your laptop if you're not at home. Uh, 10 minutes later, that's what I came away with. What did I learn this week? How are we I not? Sp- never open my laptop when I'm not at home. <laughs> how are we not sponsored by a tinfoil company? I, I don't. <laughs> so, so what I would say is, again, you, you don't have to be super tin, uh, super tinfoil, and everybody's out to get you or whatever, right? I, what I do is, I so I have a service. Um, we have a VPN service. We we it's a family account. It can be used by up to five people. Um, we pay monthly, and. Um, the one that I use is really handy. So I have it installed on my laptop. I have it installed on my phone. I have it installed on my iPad. And this one, you basically on the settings, you can tell it to, you tell it which networks you trust. And if you connect to a network that isn't on your trusted list, it automatically turns on the VPN. So if I go anywhere and I connect to a network that I haven't told it, I trust it, the, the VPN just automatically comes on and I don't even realize it. And that is, it oh, at least gives handy. you, it's very handy because I don't, I don't, you know, I've, I've spent 20 minutes talking about VPNs. I don't want to think about VPNs, right? Like, like nobody wants to think about it. So instead of saying, oh, did I turn it on or whatever, right? I just wanted to say, if I'm someplace that I haven't explicitly said I trust, just turn on automatically and I will never know about it. At least then I feel like I've got a good balance between convenience and some privacy. You know, that's about all that you're looking for is where, you know, where do you want to draw that line for you between, between convenience and privacy? Um, I'm looking for set it and forget it, Ron Popeil. That's what I want. (laughs) That's going to be, you know, what we're going to do with that entire Todd's tech segment is you, all you're going to do is you're going to take that. You're going to do the same thing we did with the draft, which is take like that 12 minutes down to like 90 seconds of just me going privacy, tinfoil, (laughs) pedantic, (laughs) That stays in. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Oh I, I, I think our listeners would appreciate if you would do that. So, so, oh. so what'd you learn this week, Todd? Well, here's here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let you learn one thing here first before I'm going to, okay. I'm going I'm to share some knowledge. So what, what Lisa would tell you after that whole conversation about VPNs, um, Lisa and the kids learned a long time ago before asking me any questions you want to preface it with in 50 words or less and then ask the question because if you don't if you simply say what's it, what's up with the vpn thing you're going to you're you've now committed to the next 15 to 20 minutes of your life learning about stuff that you didn't want to know about things you don't care about so just so we're clear uh Next time, you may or may not want to say in 50 words or less. Just throwing that out. That's a good tip. So Lucas was Lucas was asking, Lucas and I were talking about the podcast. And he said, so do you have like regular segments that you do? I said, well, we're, we're trying something out at the end of the show where we, this week I learned, you know, is what I learned this week. <laughs> That's a really dad segment. And yet it's on brand. So <laughs> here's the, here's the inherent, here's the inherent problem, right? And, and at some point, you know, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a long time. It took a national disaster declaration for us to actually start doing it. There are those that would say this podcast is a national disaster. I mean, really what we calculated was nobody's going to listen to this thing. Well, people are at home and they're desperate for content. It's now's the time to ship it. Um, desperate. So, 
the, the, the assumption is we'd always talked about, basically, there were going to be two main topics that we were going to talk about on a weekly podcast. That was current events and sports. We don't want to talk about current events. We, we, we've and there's agreed. no sports. Right, right. So there's literally no sports to talk about, which makes it harder to fill an hour podcast. So we launched, we launched a podcast that was going to be at least 50% sports at a time when there's no sports. And the other 50% was going to be about current events. And we agreed that we don't want to talk about current, current events. So we're left with, we should have a podcast. We literally don't have any good ideas other than this week. What did I learn? Right? So Lisa and Amy had a really good idea. At a future episode, we're going to talk about the London trip that we all took together. That's going to, that should be fun. At least again, I think we'll enjoy it. Which, which does point out one of the things we could have talked about on the podcast was, hey, what did, where did you travel to this week? Not doing that either. So now we're going to have to talk about past trips, but that's cool, right? So what did you learn this week? I learned I forgot to come up with a bit. Um, give, give, me, give me just a second. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to give you what my one was for last week? Sure, sure. Okay. So the thing that I learned last week, because we skipped over this because we went so long on concerts, there was an article in The Athletic about Mario Mendoza, who is the namesake of Todd. The Mendoza line. Yes, exactly. Which is 200, right? Great fielder, well below average hitter, right? So he was, he hit below 200 and Mendoza- yeah, just real quickly though, given what the stat geeks have done to baseball, and I'm talking to you, Felderman, uh, 200 is now is now basically you can win a batting title at 200. But anyway, this was before they took over, so yes, below 200, bad, bad. Go ahead, right below 200. But his a one thing that I learned was his lifetime batting average was actually 215 and above the Mendoza line. The second thing that I learned was that it originated with Tom Pachorek in Seattle, but he said it to George Brett and was given a bad time to George Brett about it. Hey, if you don't pick it up, you're going to fall below the Mendoza line. And Brett says, well, what's that? And Pachorek explains it. And then George Brett tells this to Chris Berman. And then Berman took it on ESPN and then it went national. So that story, the re- that, and the rest is ESPN history. So that's that's the story that I learned last week. Now, to bring this to a personal note, I don't know if you remember this. Surely you do. We had our own version of the Mendoza line. I want to say yes. This is yet another surprise from the hip past. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You know what? I'm going to pretend like I know exactly what you're going to say, but the audience wants to hear it. So go ahead. When we were in high school and we had the bowling unit in gym. Oh, yeah. We had our own version of the Mendoza line. I was like six. Well, it was 89 and it was oh. the nerd score. Oh, the nerd if you score. Could break 89. If you could break 89, you broke the nerd score. And it was always, it was always close for all of us. <laughs> we hovered let's just, right around, right around 89. Let's just be clear. Break the nerd score. Sorry. Breaking, breaking the nerd score helped for bowling, but nothing else because 30 years later, I'm talking about VPNs on a podcast. So clearly, 
bowling a 91 or 92 didn't take care of the nerd score. We weren't very good. No, but as long as we're talking bowling in high school, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to use this as the thing. It's not the thing I learned this week, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out so that everybody else can wrap their head around this so that they can learn this fact that we learned in high school. So this is like a gift of this week I learned for everybody else. Understand, by the way, in high school, we did bowling all four years in gym because you need to learn it because it's going to be a lifelong activity. But not only did you have to bowl and you had to learn how to score, there was also a written test, like basically bowling and driving, the exact same thing, right? So you have to take a written test so that you understand all of the complex items around bowling. The scoring, the rules, the equipment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Do you use football, bowling ball, baseball? Check. Okay. It was a tough test. Yes. Very tough. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Although now that I think about it, the fact that I that I still know this fact, it was a highly effective teaching method. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll You're never right. forget, I will never forget how long a bowling alley is. So there was a question on this bowling test that was pretty simple question. It said How long is a bowling lane? Dwayne, do you happen to know how long a bowling lane is? It's 60 feet. Yes, it is 60 feet. You know why I know that? Because of this story. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. So one of our class members got the answer wrong. And if I remember correctly, as we're sitting in the auditorium, he raises his hand and says, I got this answer wrong and I think it's correct. And our gym teacher says, what did you put down? And he says, the, the student says, I put down 20 yards. And our gym teacher says, the answer is 60 feet, not 20 yards. And the student, again, a high school student, says 60 feet is 20 yards. And this is where, I'm just going to remind you, an educator says in front of the entire auditorium, 60 feet is not 20 yards. Not for this test, it's not. But to this day, do you or do you not know how long a bowling alley is? A bowling alley is 60 feet. It is not 20 yards. It's an important distinction. So there's what everybody can learn for the week. A bowling alley is 60 feet long, but 60 feet does not equal 20 yards in Iowa Falls High School gym class. It's my favorite thing I think I've ever learned. <laughs> we don't have time for this story. So I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you with this, the sound clip, and then we'll, we'll work it in later. That's probably the second favorite thing that we ever learned in gym. We did, we, we did not, we, we. He would have survived had he what, Dwayne? Had he just left it in. Oh. But that's for another episode. That's for another episode. There's another teaser. Oh, sorry. I clicked the wrong theme. How would you even know at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Fix that in post. Uh. sounds like a TV theme that maybe from a show that Lee Majors starred in. Among our themes this week were Welcome to the Show by Kevin McLeod, Farting Around by Kevin McLeod, Hillbilly Swing by Kevin McLeod, and The Maple Leaf Rag by Kevin McLeod. All of them are available on Incompetech under a Creative Commons attribution license. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting, though... Now that we're paying them, do we have to thank them? We, we might as well just to make sure they don't take us down for reasons that would probably be clear to everybody. 
Sure, why not? It makes it easy for me. Uh, anyway, you can subscribe on Podbean. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can, as Todd referenced, you can now tweet at us at Talking to Todd. If you are old school, you can always email us feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Thanks for joining us. Todd, final thoughts? Oh, I think I had my final thoughts at least 20 minutes ago. So I think we're good. <laughs> so in that case, until next week, we've been talking to Todd. That's not the best thing ever. Seriously, delete it. Just delete it. <laughs> Stick around. Listen to Todd talk about VPNs for 20 minutes. It's great. So when you so what you connect to you connect to a network, your network traffic is going out over that network. People who own that network and who run that network can see the websites you go to, and if you're not going to a secure website or if you're doing anything that isn't secure by default, so let's say email, the owner of that network can literally see all of your network traffic. They can basically read all of your email, and by the way, they can also read your username and password if they choose to. It's it's um, fairly trivial to just suck up all of the network traffic, and then there's programs that figure it out. So if you are on a network that you trust, well, there's an, and there's another reason for VPN. So let's talk about security, and then we'll talk about convenience. If you're on a network that you trust, like your home network, you probably don't need a VPN. At that point, you're running your own Wi-Fi, we hope. Um, if you're, quote unquote, borrowing it from the neighbors, he, this doesn't apply to you. <laughs> it's free, right? I just found nobody, one. Yeah, Nobody oh, does that. Yeah, No, 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 <laughs> nobody would do that. No, 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 no. So if you're using your own Wi-Fi, you probably trust your own network. Now, your network, your traffic is then going out over whoever you get your internet service provider through, so or your ISP. So it's your cable company or it's your phone company, it's AT&T or whatever. Um, if you, and to be honest, most ISPs, most people don't realize this, but most ISPs track, um, so they keep track of every place that you go on the internet and they put that in logs and they make that available for government agencies with or without subpoenas. Um, but m almost every ISP also tracks all of it so that they can also then sell that information to advertisers so that they can target it. So even if you're in the safety of your own home and you are searching for things or looking at things on the internet, um, your ISP knows who you are, knows your home address, and they're selling that information to advertisers who can then target you for online ads or other ads. So it's it's kind of amazing that like literally you have no privacy with them. At home, you probably don't want you don't need to use a VPN unless you would prefer that Comcast or CenturyLink or AT&T not know what you're doing. If if you want them not to know, then you use a VPN at home. When you're outside of the home though and you're connected to any other network, especially free public Wi-Fi, which 
seems to be free and available everywhere. The person that runs that network, you may or may not know who they are, and they can literally see everything that goes through if you're using Wi-Fi. And so I would suggest that you run a VPN. Anytime that you're outside of your home network, I would run a VPN on my phone or my tablet or my computer. And and I do. Um, just so that you're trying to get your network your network traffic away from whoever's running that Wi-Fi. So that's from a security standpoint, whether you should so, or should not. Yeah. So in terms of ranking the level of trust, highest would be your Verizon, your AT&T, your Mediacom, your Spectre, whoever you're getting your home internet from first, because they're going to see everything. And then second, your VPN provider, because let's face it, they can see everything you do too, right? Yeah. So basically- So you're trusting them more than you're trusting the random free internet, which is the least secure at the very minimum. If you've got that VPN, when you're not on your home network, you may not trust Nord, but you at least trust them more than you do the random airport Wi-Fi. God knows what it is. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you look at what is- what's the most danger that you're in with your data? Um, a generic Wi-Fi, your hotel, you're in a hotel. Oh, remember being in hotels? Boy, that was nice. Um, oh, I miss hotels. Yeah. Your, your, your hotel Wi-Fi. Um, do, you know, do you trust, do you trust the hotel Wi-Fi? Well, sure. I trust Marriott. Well, yeah, but actually, and this is where things get a little nuts is, are you sure that the Marriott or the residence in Wi-Fi network that you're connecting to is actually the one provided by the hotel and not by somebody who is just set up a hot, uh, a hotspot called residence in and you're connected to it. So yes, you basically trust your home network because you have to. And then the question becomes, essentially, I don't trust any other network outside of my home. I would rather trust a VPN provider to get me out on the internet. And they're going to have all of my data if they are a VPN that logs my information. But I'm going to trust them because at least I know who they are more so than a Wi-Fi network that I just connect to because I it's almost impossible. I mean, there's some ways you can do it with looking at certificates, but literally nobody's going to do that. When you connect outside your home, you are never totally sure as who you're connected to. So yes, uh, home network, then you trust your VPN provider, then you trust Wi-Fi. And then can I put one below that? Sure. The free VPN providers, because all they're doing is sucking up your data to be able to sell it. Yeah. So if you want to use a VPN, um, there's a ton of people that offer free VPN and you know, the old, the old technology saying goes, um, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Um, if you're not, if you're not selling the product and you're not buying the product, you're the product. Is that <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of these, I mean, all these companies have to have a business model to stay, to stay afloat. And nobody, almost nobody is really providing most of these services for free out of the goodness of their heart. So if, (laughs) if you're, if you're not paying for a VPN, then realistically what is happening with almost all of them is that they're offering it for free and it, and it it costs money to offer a VPN, right? Because you got to have a bunch of servers and you have to have pipes to the internet. 
So, uh, or tubes to the internet if you're from, uh, if you're a congressman from Alaska. Um, so they are basically doing the thing that I said that your ISP is already doing to you. Um, you run all the traffic through the, v- the fr- quote unquote free VPN. They are data mining all of it and they are absolutely 100% selling all of that information to people because that's how they're making their money. So would I, would I trust if given the choice, let's just say I'm sitting in a Starbucks and my choice is Starbucks Wi-Fi, a free VPN service. If those are my two choices, I probably take choice three and I don't even turn on Wi-Fi and I just connect via LTE. And if I can't connect via LTE, I may not connect to the internet at all at that point because realistically, um, both of those are, I'm turning data over to people that I don't know. And again, so sorry, yeah. back up a second. Yeah. When you say LTE, you mean turn on the hotspot on your phone and connect to that. Yes. Or just use my phone and don't use my tablet. Right. right. Yeah. Turn on the hotspot or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's all about safety people. It's all about safety. Well, and here's the thing, right? I mean, there's, there's an idea of, well, the stuff I'm doing is not that interesting and I don't care that people track me. Okay. And that's perfectly fine, right? That's perfectly reasonable, um, as long as you're aware of of the risk that you're taking. What is the con- the most concerning part about it is if you are, I'm just going to throw out email. If you are running the email client on your phone and it goes and gets email, it is sending your username and password, and it's probably not encrypted. So I may not care that the free VPN service or the person pretending to be Starbucks, I may not care that they read five of my emails um, because all of them, apparently I've won a lot of money. I just need to send them a little bit of money to get a lot of money. Like I don't, I don't care that they know that, but what I don't want is them to get what, what, you know, my credentials. I don't want them to get my username and password because if they get the username and password of my email accounts, if it's the right email account, you can start going to my bank and you can say, I want to reset my password and an email will go to that account. So I don't want to lose my username and passwords. And that's what I really get concerned about. So um, that would be the other choice, right? You're okay. So you're in Starbucks and you don't know what to do and you can't use LTE or whatever. Um, Maybe I make sure that my email doesn't connect and I make sure that I don't have like 700 browser tabs open and I only go to one or two sites and I make sure that I don't send a username or password, something like that. Now there is, there is another reason to use a VPN, however, and this is why you may want to use a VPN at home. So one of the other things that you can do with a VPN is, so not only does it put it, it changes, it it routes your traffic through a different provider but most of the VPN services can, you get to choose where you come out on the internet. So they have servers around the country or around the world. If you want to, and and, and some of the entertainment providers have gotten wise to this and they use like location services on your devices or whatever. But um, let's say that you want to watch a show on it's on available on Netflix, but it's only available on Netflix in the United Kingdom, right? Because of licensing or whatever. 
there's no way that you here can get onto Netflix in the United Kingdom. But if you use a VPN, you connect even at home, you're on your device and you say connect to VPN and then most of them will say where do you want to come out? Where where do you want to be seen from? And you pick United Kingdom. And suddenly now when your request you you're as far as Netflix knows, you're making a request in the United Kingdom, you have a UK IP address, and some of the content providers, but not all, um, that's enough that you can get access to other countries' catalogs. And given the state of media licensing, um, uh, something that you may not be able to watch in the United States might be available in Canada or might be available in the UK. And you can use a VPN to make it look like you're in Canada or the UK for that service. And suddenly now you get to watch something. Um, you still have to have an account. Um, doesn't get around that, but it does get around some of the location um, restrictions. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a portal. I'm gonna pop in here. I'm gonna pop out over there, and boom, Bob's your uncle. Um, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> we'll see how much of the VPN stuff sticks. <laughs> and, and I think the only other reason that uh, the other only reason that you might want to, you know that Lucas might be interested in a VPN is so that if, uh, you know, he just wants to keep all of his traffic away from you, um, that would technically work as well. But the, the other thing that I've read though, is privacy doesn't equal anonymity. You're just trading trust and who has your data. It's not really private and it's, and it's not really anonymous. It's just who's, who's scooping it up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically somebody's going to have all of this information. You just get to pick who has it. Um, but yeah, you, you're still not totally anonymous. Um, unless you use, and and this is where it gets really hard to figure out which VPNs to use. Um, unless you use, um, there, there are VPN services that are paid for that, um, claim and have been audited to show that they don't keep any logs. So, um, there, there's a service that advertises a lot on some podcasts lately. Um, not on this one, so I'm not going to mention their name, but, uh, on others. And they claim that, and they claim that they don't log any information that when you connect, they spin up a server and all your data goes through that. And when you disconnect that server goes away and they never wrote it to anything even then. Right. So they can't tell, but even then they it's still there's still traces that you've been there so yes it's it's not it's not a blanket get out of jail free card for for being a bad person on the internet um realistically it's mostly about um protecting your privacy and deciding who who can see it and i i always look at it as i'm i'm mostly trying to get because here's the, here's the reality, right? Once you connect to the site that you're looking at, they're tracking you as well, right? So Amazon right. is tracking you and Facebook is tracking you. I mean, everybody is tracking you. And so if I want to buy something, I'm logging in anyway. They know what I'm, I mean. Right. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. it's not going to show up at your house. So it, it's not about, it's not about like this ultimate version of privacy. What it really is, the way you really want to think about it is, between your computer and the place that you're going on the internet that that you apparently trust because you're going there. Let's just say Amazon, 
what where's the danger zone? And the danger zone is that first connection between your computer and the internet. So if you're in a coffee shop, that first connection is the coffee shop Wi-Fi. If you're in a hotel, it's the Wi-Fi hotel. It's it's the Wi-Fi in the hotel. If you're in an airport, it's the airport. All of that, that is the most likely place that you could lose track because you're never totally sure as to who is running that Wi-Fi. So all you're really doing with a VPN is getting out of the most dangerous place so that all of the rest of the privacy violations can continue. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel better. I sure hope our listeners feel better. The, the one other, there is a de- there can be a downside to VPN. Speaking of convenience, um, because your network traffic is now running through another person's network and then out on the internet, um, VPNs can, you might see a slow, you might see slower internet speeds. Um, a lot of the VPN services have gotten better about that. Um, but it, it can at times slow down your connection. Um, and so, you know, if you're streaming, if you're, if you're using that trick to go stream from another country, um, suddenly now your video quality isn't as good because now it's slowed down. And then at that point you're like, well, am I fine with a lower quality or do I just not watch this at all? And so that's the other thing that you, you have to watch out for there. You've, you, you've, you've got some ideas and you've got a lot, you got a lot of, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh, okay. Talk Anything else? All right. Thanks. No, we're good. Bye.